the Girls Talk Ag podcast, plowing through the manure online. If you felt like your life was a little bit empty last week, um, there's good reason. We skipped a week and it was sad for everyone but us because we had a lot of stuff going on. And uh, so we didn't record. But here we are. We're back. Uh, Jen and Karen both are with me and uh, uh, Karen's minions, too. Uh, We can't hear you can't hear them because she's muted like a good mom. Uh, But they're there, too. So say hi, Hi. Jen. Um, Hi. There's Jen. Karen. There's Karen. She's gotten the the Swedish fish incident solved, I think, for now. Anyway, I heard mommy. She wants. And I assumed it had to do with gummy fish for her birthday. So. Well, of course. And Wrigley. Hi. Sorry, Riggs. Sorry. Wrigley's there, too. So. So, yeah, we skipped last week. Um, You guys, not me included. I uh, had to mom, unfortunately. And uh, for some reason, there's no easy way to get from north central Iowa to Decatur, Illinois. Like everyone's like, oh, it's easy. You just fly from here to, to here. And and I was like, yeah, but. If you notice, that is uh, a three-day long flight, basically. Like, I'm going to be parked in the Decatur airport for a while or something of that nature. So there was really no easy way. My parents came into town late Tuesday night, so I had to miss Farm Progress this year, and I was sad. But Jen and Karen got to go and uh, got to hand out some ag swag and meet some cool people. So tell us tell us about your experience there. Who'd you get to meet? Let's give some shout-outs to some awesome fans and uh, just... You know, well, Jen was the head went. golf cart driver. She did not hit anyone, so yay. That helps. I, you know, that was yes, that was kind of challenging. That was really. a win. Um, and actually, I had cruel. to walk around the farm Very progress cruel. show the next day. It's really weird, kind of. It was cruel. Yeah. Yeah, I had to walk the last one. I haven't gotten to do the golf cart thing, so I'm still sad I missed that part. Um, but there's so many people. How'd you even drive? Like it's like it wasn't the worst as traffic bad. I didn't think as it has been in and the past. And you didn't hit anyone. Was it? At, or, I think but it also the site is like four streets bigger, two on each end, so that might have alleviated some of the people. Plus, there's other people out in the actual yeah. demos, so it seemed like the actual numbers were yeah. fairly high. They said they had great food days and whatnot, but um, but I think that being that much bigger, I think you know, put a lot of people farther away from each other, which is good because I don't like crowds. <laughs> I, I didn't have to honk. Oh, she was just mean, man. The old lady shuttle driver honked at me. Did she honk at you, Jen? She was. Oh, yeah, she totally. I was trying not to run over people. She came up right on my ass <laughs> and honked at me. I'm like. I'd have paid money. Like, I could just picture you. <laughs> don't make me That's get just, off this car. You do not want me to come back there. Oh, that is no, awesome. You so you guys got to see people. Now, you tweeted about uh, media malfunction. Did you uh, did you curse on the radio or something? Or did you just... What happened there? Or don't you remember because you were drunk? I have no idea what you're talking about. We had a You said something about not oh, knowing the rules. No, on... so, yeah. So we were in oh, the media tent with, every, with all the other, line. you know, that actual media people who know what they're doing and majored in journalism and that kind of stuff. And we were just commenting, you know, it's it's easy to break the rules when you don't know they exist. So <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, that's why I my experience in media is limited to just don't curse on a live <laughs> show. 
or on any show for that matter. I mean, like that's they frown on that. I have a very colorful, colorful vocabulary, and uh, sometimes I have to be careful not to be like, "Well, f- that," right. um, <laughs> you know, that's stupid. Uh, they they look down on that. I was wondering. That's it is. It's fun when you're like you show up and and it's like the Beverly Hillbillies is how I feel most of the Pretty time. Much like that's do, what we were, yeah. Yeah, do people know who they're having come speak or or put on their show or whatever? But yeah. so so it was a good time. Then you guys got to to float around with Fran, our homies at the Farm Rule Network. Yep, so we met Donna Ree. Yeah, who's the keeper of the shark? Poor thing. And we met um, Tim and Wendell, who are also on the Fran Network. Yeah, and then we found some people that. Uh, Jen, why don't you talk about your situation in the varied industries tent where you were signing oh up God, for that? Oh my it was so cool. T-shirt. So like, I saw this really cool. I, I'm a fan of free T-shirts because well, I can work in them. And farmers love free stuff, right? Farmers do, except too. for hats. They're a little picky when it comes to hats. Yeah. I'm gonna say I was in the varied industries tent and uh, kind of by myself, which was weird because I don't think I was by myself much all day. But I saw uh, a T-shirt that was bright yellow, black letters. It was big iron. Uh, the online auction company, and I was like, I need that t-shirt. Can I have one? And the guy's like, well, you kind of have to sign up to be an online auction bidder. And I said, oh, well, I I can do that. And he kind of looked at my name tag, and he goes, oh, my gosh, I listen to you guys. I listen to you and Karen and Angie every week. And I'm like, (laughs) that's so awesome. Can I get the t-shirt for free now? And he said, no, not really. So I am officially a Big Iron auction number. I have my official Big Iron auction number and my T-shirt. But but it was nice to meet someone who actually listened to us. You know, you know, it's kind of like you know when you walk in somewhere and you are like, yeah, I'm Jen. I have a podcast, and they're like, oh, okay. But this was like right. someone who knew. I didn't have to tell them first. So I'm Angie. I'm kind of a big deal on Twitter. All right, I'm I'm a big deal in my <laughs> own world. You people don't know what you're missing. Do you not know I'm famous? That's I, we walked into the Tom Thumb Burgers down in Fort Dodge, and uh, there was an old farmer couple in there, and the lady kept looking at me like she'd either you, you you know like the look I get a lot of times when they watch Market to Market, or something like that, and like as Carl would say, or that porn that's video what I was going to say, do. like yeah. the corn porn, um, that one, one or the other. She either has seen me there or or in my you know college years or whatever but no it was funny it was because she just kept staring at me so it was either that or i had a giant booger i'm not sure i don't think i did i looked my daughter my daughter went to out to a couple bars uh last weekend weekend before last at isu and um three girls walked which is iowa state yes yeah walked up to her and said hey we know you and she's like no i don't really think so no we do we know your mom we've seen you (laughs) like yeah that's you know, what your 21-year-old daughter wants to do is be recognized because of her mother. Well, I think you're awesome. So I like I being know, recognized because right? I'm on a podcast with you guys. Like, Did they tell her not to be a douchebag? <laughs> yeah. Come on, Casey. That's the don't be a douchebag. Say yeah, yes. That's the, that's the uh, Girls Talk Ag secret handshake. You walk up to someone, you tell them not to be a douchebag, and we all know that you listen. You don't have to admit right. it. We just know you do. <laughs> so, so it's, Farm Progress was awesome. Then that was fun. The weather was great. It's always an enjoyable show. I'm already counting down the days to next year when it's in Boone. Um, I'm going to escape. Like, I'm already like, okay, 
kids staying with the the babysitter and I am out like partying who let the dogs out style like 2000 you know that's that's I just I'm already counting down to the days so but the week before because Jen is a jet setter yeah you went to California so tell us about that because you got to go to a super special podcast conference um I did. what did you learn yeah. That podcasters are weird. (laughs) Yes, you can. You can say that. Podcasters are a little weird. Um, I've always known I was kind of weird, but wow, podcasters are strange. Um, They're like their own little group of people. It was very interesting. It was a great experience. I'm really glad I got to do it. Um, Actually, Bear sent me out there. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, I did learn that. we really need a website and a YouTube channel. So we're working on that. Yeah. I'm working on that. Um, I Apparently, th- the main thing I learned was that Google and iTunes don't play well together. So they're like small children. Yeah. So well, that's is that to do with, because like Google and Apple are trying to be the dominant yeah. resource or whatever? Yeah, I don't really know why it has. Well, it has to do with search engine optimization. Um, iTunes, I guess, just does no. Google just does not pick up iTunes stuff. So, like, if you were to Google Girls Talk Ag, um, our Facebook page comes up and our Twitter handle comes up, but our actual podcasts don't come up. Like on, and I always say it wrong. On Lisbon is or is it Lipson? Lipson, yeah. I don't know. Yes, listen. I can't ever. I, I always get to be. I'm the same part. way. It's okay. Um, but they don't like like that doesn't come up on Google. So there is no search engine optimization for that to happen. So that's why you need the YouTube and the website. Oh, okay. So we're gonna see if we can get into that and and branch out a little bit and and see if that works. Make us even more famous than we already are. Up to 18 listeners is what I know, we're right? looking forward to. Yeah. We're, we're looking to, yeah, let's break 20, girls. But, you know, I need you to calm down, Jen. That seems a little I know. excessive. 20 is a little, <laughs> that's a little excessive, I know, but I like to set goals high. That's, that is true. You did marry Chris, so. That's right. That's what, you got to set that bar. Yeah. So, yeah, so we'll work on getting that stuff. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, um, we're kind of weird as podcasters in the sense that all of us are in a, I don't know, to a certain standpoint, we're all kind of introverted, which is, which is why we like podcasts is because we can have friends this way. The three of us can be friends with each other without having really any commitment other than like an hour right. a week. We, we can, without yeah. having to do it in person. Right. We can, we can <laughs> unite individually in our Yeah, own exactly. Without having to see each other. That's what I was telling someone the other day. I was like, you know, my ideal Saturday involves me never leaving the house, but not having to cook. So Carl comes home with like pizza or something and uh, we watch TV. Like it used to be Fridays when I was single, I'd go and grab sushi after work and never leave the house the rest of the weekend. And it was awesome. Um, me and the dogs. So, so yeah, um, we are unique in that sense. I would say from a podcaster standpoint, for one, none of us are technologically literate when it comes to like doing any of this stuff. Like people are like, Hey, how do I go about doing this? I'm like, that's a thing. Like we just take and have the final post-production and edit and it takes me an hour and that's it. And and, we fly by the seat of our pants. Yeah. Literally. Kind of like how we got started with like 
Thanks to Amazon Prime for making this possible. (laughs) So if you don't know the rules in the first place, you can't break them. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. See, I think that's such a genius saying. It really is. Um, I, I also found that ag podcasts are their own. They have their own identity. They're not like anything else out there. There aren't a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and they don't fall into categories like other podcasts do. I'm like, they kept saying, you should sell something. I'm like, dude, farmers like free stuff. They <laughs> aren't going to buy squat. The hell are us. we going to sell? We got some t-shirts yeah, coming up what? for sale here pretty soon, you guys. So yeah, we buy them. stickers. Yeah, but. Yeah, we got stickers. We got shit. But, you know, I'm like, nobody's going to buy a book from Girls Talk Egg that tells them I don't know I don't even know what we would tell them I, I you know or how not to be a douchebag yeah, that's what I was gonna say how not to be a douchebag I'm like oh. um it was interesting I just think that that ag podcasts are their own genre yes and it's just so different agriculture is that way period yeah. so it, it didn't really surprise me but yet I'm like so so I did walk away with the SEO thing, and that and that was really right on the money. Yeah. So didn't you get to do something like farm tours and stuff while you were there too? Besides the conference. Oh yes, we got to go visit a citrus farm. Very I know you cool. talked about that because we had mentioned citrus screening in our our GMO podcast. Which, if you haven't heard our GMO podcast, I'm partial, but I think it's the best GMO podcast you'll ever listen to. So go ahead and scroll back. It was probably like our second or third one. And uh, we did talk about citrus screening and uh, what what they're trying to do to kind of prevent that disease. But you got to see it firsthand, right? Like you, the the conversation about it or? Uh, we talked, well, we had a big conversation about it and what they're doing to prevent it. First of all, Florida calls it citrus screening. And I can't remember what California calls it because I didn't take notes. But they do not call it citrus screening because they did a um, kind of a poll, a consumer poll, before it kind of made its way into the public news out in California. And people thought citrus screening was a positive thing. Oh. oh. So they don't call it citrus oh. screening. Is it perhaps Asian citrus psyllid feeds? No, that's, oh, that's what infects it with the bacteria. That's, that's the bug that infects the yeah. trees. <laughs> HLB is that perhaps what it's called? They may just call it HLB. Long, um, long Bing, which is what? like an. Did you Asian say long. <laughs> that reminds me of like sixteen candles, long duck dong. <laughs> no, I said exactly. Long. That's all I, I can think of. Long, long Bing. Yeah, HLB. Let's just go with that. that you don't have to bleep that. And, and <laughs> every time somebody, every time somebody said it during a serious conversation, I couldn't help but snicker. I'm like, that sounds like an Asian porno, right? Um, we love you long time. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I shouldn't have Googled that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you're going to have to do the Sean Harmon uh, computer scrub here pretty soon. <laughs> you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, really, my friend, you'll scrub my search history if something happens to me. That's a plan. Do it before exactly. you leave for the airport tomorrow. That's that's a Sean. Make sure you follow that one piece of advice. So, so, so they went out uh, with the Asian porno name of the disease, which is is actually really terrible. So, like, we're making kind of jokes, but it's oh, a it really, is bad, really deal. bad. I mean, but we joke about you know, everything. Are we at a funeral? About, let's kick, right. you know. Let's here's a joke. I don't. I don't know. Right. How, what's a chicken coop? I don't well, know, Carl. You tell me. 
But so, yeah, so they're dealing with it. It's been a problem. It's a huge problem. And and really the one saving grace would be um, being able to to basically splice in or, or create right uh, uh, the that antibody or whatever from spinach would help solve this issue. Correct. Is that. So that is that would be the the GMO yep. <clears throat> solution to this. They're also in California working with um wasps or yeah. this other bug that eats the other bug. Yeah. Which has worked great the with Japanese beetles, bug. right, Karen? Isn't that uh, what the Japanese beetles so, were introduced for was to eat something? Or am I wrong? My uh, the Asian lady no. beetles were. Yeah. Which look like ladybugs lady on steroids. Yeah. 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 Bastards. And they're orange and not as pretty. They're like the ugly. And they stink things. when you vacuum them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yes. or squish them with your foot. So, so they've introduced a wasp, which is always awesome. Here's a wasp, right? And it and it's this tiny thing you can't see. I swear they went up my nose, but and we're gonna eat my brain because basically what they do is land on the Asian guy that has the disease, and they lay an egg, and then the egg develops, and then it eats its way through the body and eats the brain and out the brain of the Asian guy that's the bad guy. I know these are all technical terms. Very technical. Um, and then gets rid of them. Wow. But so so they're actually like there's a bug farm out there that like they're just propagating these bugs, these wasps, to get rid of these Asian guys that have the disease. They give it to the tree. And anyway, it's a it's it's a lot to think about. Because I think the big thing for me was was like I have no desire to lose a corn crop to yeah. an insect and not to downplay that at all but that's one corn crop yeah this this bug is killing trees that take 10 years to grow and get a get a crop you know they need that crop every year and so it's it's interesting well that's what yeah because it takes so long to establish i mean even if they were to introduce the gmo solution it would take five years to establish the the starting even right to even get the first crop or is it 10 years with an orange tree? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'd say between five and 10, but you know, that's, yeah, that is once you get that GMO tree up to grow, uh, even. to grow yeah. and approved and on the market and available. That so, just amazes me. Like the thought of it, like orchard producers and stuff like that. Um, you know, in Michigan, the the amount of intensive effort that goes into producing fruit just blows my mind, you know, versus row crops, which I'm not saying that there wasn't a lot of initial effort to, to get a row crop started. I mean, I think back on, you know, all the trees and things like that, they had to be removed in the eastern corn belt because out here it seemed to be a lot more prairie and stuff. But, you know, just the, the amount of effort that it took to get started and then to think about it from an orchard or a, a grove standpoint yeah. just blows my mind. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. It's amazing. So you got to see that, um, learn on that side. Uh, did you get anywhere else? Did you go to a winery or am I, I did not get to go to a winery. I kind of looked for one. We couldn't really find one. It, it, Karen said it's even like grape harvest season or whatever it is. Out now there, I picture like that. I, uh, Lucy, I'd picture, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, wouldn't that have been cool? <laughs> That's what barefoot stomping oh, grapes. Man. I, know, I love right? Lucy is my favorite show. It's but... table grape harvest. Yeah. What? Okay. All right. So no, we, we were in Anaheim. I did do the Pacific coast highway for. That's very pretty. 
and saw the ocean. Yeah, I've never been out map. there. Very developed. I can I can't believe how developed the whole thing That's is. That's amazing. That's yeah. I've never been out there. I've never been. I went to Seattle once, and that was because I was almost trapped in Boise, Idaho, and so I was able <laughs> to get a flight from Boise to Seattle on a prop plane. Um, yeah, oh that was interesting. I was too stupid to be scared. Like it was one of my second big major trips or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you're just too. Here's like all right. I care about is getting home, and there was a huge snowstorm hitting, and it was like my last chance to get. From Seattle to Minneapolis to Grand Rapids, um, it was the last flight that actually went out of Minneapolis. My flight to Grand Rapids was the last one that went out of Minneapolis for like three days because they got hit oh, so geez. hard. Yeah, so I got really lucky or else I'd have been like that Tom Hanks movie living in the, the Minneapolis airport. But um, so, yeah, that's the furthest west I've been. I went to Seattle for a minute. That was it. But so I'm jealous. But so you got to experience that. You came home and then you went right back to Farm Progress. Yeah, so I basically had two weeks off. Good um, for you. Which was interesting because I spent all morning in the hog barns, and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of miss the hogs. Don't tell them I said that. But. I won't. It's our secret. Um, when you got home, how did things look? Like, what are you seeing? I mean, it's been a while since we've had a, a crop update, and, of course, there's not much that goes on between July and August. We talked about the USDA numbers and all that good stuff. But, you know, what are you seeing in your neck of the woods from uh, – um, you know, what are you expecting for for harvest? When when are you thinking it'll get started? What are you guys thinking on yields? It's, has anything improved? Gotten worse? You know what's happening in in your area? Um. So I'm thinking we'll be. I'm thinking corn around here on sandy ground be this week. This week, really? Next. Corn will probably still be wet, but it's yeah. Stocks stocks are drying down and and. Um, turning brown and um, we haven't had a very wet yeah. August um, trying to think uh, it was very dry around here I think we did have rain last night actually but the whole month was under well I guess it's September though the whole August was 2.4 inches yeah. right under 2.4 inches for the whole month um, and it was cooler it was more humid than normal but it was cooler so I think I think it'll be interesting. August didn't pan out like I yeah. thought it would. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a... Go ahead. Precision Nerd was combining beans. Was that today? He's in Indiana somewhere. Michael Klein? Yeah, I didn't... I have, I've been in a hog barn, not on Twitter. He had posted it on Twitter. He was doing some early season beans. Starting to run them already? Oh, yeah. Did he start... Yeah, did he start oh, wow. last week? Uh, I just saw... Somebody in it. Somebody in Indiana started Would they have last done week. default, or did they are they already? I mean, what are they? Well, they would have to be like a point no. eight, something like that, right? Michael has second day of harvest already trying to beat the rain. Wow, huh? So interesting. That's I remember one time we got a, a new food grade bean seed, and a lot of times we'll have uh, different. We just test out different seeds and and check and see what protein will do and things like that. And a lot of them are Canadian varieties that come over and uh we tried to do like a conversion from what it would mean and no one really could tell us you know what this variety what the maturity was on this bean and so everyone had thought it was like a three two and i remember i left for work uh or came you know back through like the thursday before labor day because i always take extended holidays because i'm lazy as hell and uh um, came through and came back like the following tuesday and the whole entire field had turned and i about <laughs> my pants 
and we realized that they were actually like a point eight. So our our conversion did not work out very well. I don't think we ended up using that bean, um, just because I don't think the protein was there with as quick a maturity as what it was or whatever. But um, Precision Nerd has on here they were two point four is at eleven to twelve percent moisture, missed most of the August wow. rains, and matured earlier than the rest. Wow. Wishes they'd have been green wow. longer because he's harvesting BBs. Whoa. So. I wondered. We Yeah, ours ours aren't going to be ready for yeah. three to four. Well, he made it sound like he had a couple fields to do, and then there might be a break before yeah. some more. Which is usually. Yeah. We have some people yeah. around here. We'll probably do some in two weeks, but we're a good three to four weeks off. We don't even have anything turning. Yeah, we don't anticipate. I have to head back to Michigan the last week of the month. And we talked that maybe because it's been dry. Our our water is turned off. I would need to look. I was going to look at it and see. Um, our water shut off in June, basically. I mean, we really hadn't had an overly wet season, but it had been nice. And a lot of my guys were really anticipating, you know, record large corn crops. Um, luckily it coincided with when the market was up. I had a lot of guys that, uh, sold some extra stuff just because everything looked so good. Mm. Um, and they thought, you know, Hey, we're going to have a record corn crop. I heard that, you know, for a stretch of a week, everyone telling me how great it was going to be and, uh, locking in extra bushels and blah, blah, blah. And I don't think a lot of those folks have gotten rain since then. Like we just really dried right out and, uh, a lot of my customers now are are hoping um, for average. Like if you look at the last sixty days, Michigan, the spot of Michigan that that I I'm headquartered in right there, actually has had the same amount of rain as the area that's in extreme drought here in in Iowa. We just gotten lucky and had a little bit more rain, you know, early on. But the last sixty days throughout much of Michigan is actually. Um, you know, percent of normalized, we actually have seen about 50 to 75% of normal. Um, some areas where my parents live are 25% of normal, um, rainfall wise. So that's some of my guys have irrigation and they're okay, but we've really, really, really pasted that crop here the last 60 days or so of just not, not getting any rain. Um, you know, like I said, I, it, the last time we did this, I think I would have been a 170, a record corn crop in Michigan easily. You know, and the last time we had this conversation was two months ago. So it, it is right in line with this. And now I, you know, if we have a 155 like we had last year, I'll probably be surprised. But I guess we'll see when harvest hits, you know, which you, Jen, same thing. I mean, you I, guys have been relatively limited yeah. on moisture. We August was bad. Um, I, the beans. I'm gonna be. I'll be interested to see how the beans turn out because um, I don't know. They don't look like they're filling in too much to me. But I'm really not a soybean expert. I what guess. What are? Yeah, um, that's. I was gonna say. What are you? We haven't had. Is, we haven't had any any major problems this year, though. I mean, bugs haven't been bad. No sudden death. Um, the beans look good. I just. They just don't seem to be. I don't know. And and like I said, it's, you know, Chris says they'll fill out. I just think they seem. Yeah. Hidden. Well, there's been a conversation. Um, lots of pods. Flat pods, though, right? That's been. Um, And you can feel them in there, but you're like, man, are they going to do anything? Because shouldn't they have been doing it by now? What are you seeing? There's a lot of the smaller pods that have been dropped on the ground, too. As the f- um, so just so you know, I'm attempting a first here. I'm going to change a dirty poopy diaper while talking on a podcast. Way to go. 
That's because I'm glad you're we a don't mother. have smellovision. Yeah, because it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> I should have said that into the microphone. Yes, it's pretty bad. Yeah. That's... <laughs> if you pass that's out, stay with us, Karen. Smelling stay salts, no poopy diaper. Yes, that's the. The fun part. But so what are you seeing? Because Karen, you've been all over. You have customers all over. You know, what What are you hearing? Are you hearing the same? Because the, the, the crop tour noted, you know, the, the flat pods or the the um, concern over what we're going to see for, for pod fill. And, you know, the, to me, I'm just a, a grain marketer, but I look out and I see this cool, you know, dry... August and I think it's almost the opposite of what beans like which is usually like that tropical hot wet god that sounds nice um sort of condition <laughs> with a cocktail <laughs> right that's what you know and so I I'm wondering what we're seeing especially now you know here in Iowa the last few days we've been chilly we're supposed to be really chilly today um you know and and of course there's talk of frost and things like that and we really couldn't oh the f word i know Ah. i know it's actually in my presentation thursday is the f word frost mine is too angie is it really (laughs) oh twin so what are you (laughs) out there i mean do you have concerns what is what are folks telling you they expect yeah, well, we haven't had a lot of sunshine and heat, and so it's going to take a lot longer to get the last couple of growing degree units that we need to finish out some of these beans, particularly the late planted. And even some of the late planted corn that was planted into June um, needs some sunshine and some heat, which I don't think we're going to get here. So that'll, you know, tamper off some of the top head. Um, a lot of the beans that were had a lot of pods. A lot of those smaller pods have since been aborted and dropped off, so they're not even trying to fill them. So it's uh, it's kind of going to be interesting, I think, all over the board. Yeah. Are you, I mean, and I always struggle with soybeans. I would rather, um, I would rather try to guess wheat yield than soybean yield. Yeah, I'm not going to guess yields, but, um, you know, lots could happen and uh, a frost could take it all away too, yeah. so. I think it's supposed to, is it Thursday morning supposed to be fairly cold through the upper? Yeah, through Thursday morning. I guess overnight tonight into tomorrow morning is when a lot of folks are showing some real concern about it. Um, Here, the the meteorologist said last night, which I will take that with a grain of salt and a shot of tequila because this guy's been wrong more than he's been right the past, you know, six months to his life. I don't know, forever. Um you know, he's talked about wind. And so anytime that you get a decent breeze or anything like that, of course, your frost risk goes down. You know, your temperature has to get lower for your frost risk to increase, at least in my experience. You know, anytime we've had a breeze, you know, there's a reason that you see those big um, fan type things. And I'm not talking wind towers. I'm talking actual, you know, big fans and stuff, because if you can maintain a little bit of a breeze, it tends to keep that frost from setting. But um, north of here, I think that would be real true. I mean, I know that Carl's family's from northern Wisconsin, the the um, Eau Claire area, and his dad, who farmed, you know, most of his life, has said that if they do not, if they don't make it to probably a late frost, you know, beyond beyond what they normally frost, which I think is like the first week of October, if they don't make it through September without a frost, they're they're gonna really hurt their corn. Like it's just not 
maturing the way that they would like to see it mature, you know, with talk of the F word in the forecast. It's, it's concerning. Is that that right? Yeah. Our early corn, our early corn, if it wasn't replanted, it's going to be good. Yeah. We did. Mm. Now you drive from Bloomington down to Decatur to the Farm Progress Show, and right there on Fifty One, the corn looks terrible. And in some places, it's it's yeah. not maturing; it's dying. Really? So oh. I always have such a hard time. Yeah. I had an agronomy friend that but. taught me senesce. It's is it senescing, right? Is that did I use that right? So I always look at it and yeah. I'm like, is that dying or yeah. is it senescing? So I sound smart, like my mom. I always sound smart to my mom, though, so that's good. But, no, I, you know, we're seeing that. There's talk out here. A lot of folks are saying sudden death, but I'm kind of like, it's September 5th in the soybeans. I, I expect them to be turning now. Um, but the corn. Um, it depends how they turn, though. I've driven past them, and you can see, like, circles on different areas of the Is field, that, okay. and that's generally so, not how right. they turn. And that's, so. yeah, I mean, I But, the way 2017 has been, you know, we're going to get by, bit, bit by a couple more things before this thing is over because it's that, been just a beast. Yeah. So I <laughs> so so I got the I got the text from Chris the other day. He found Palmer Amorath. Oh, so. Yeah. In our driveway. We have Woo-hoo! got. Yeah, we we've got people. some Nebraska style weed issues happening out here. And I don't mean, the you know, like it's being transferred in from Colorado or something like I mean. Um, that big nasty, yeah, not the good stuff. Oh, so not like, the good and I, stuff. I'm trying to figure out, you know, like what's the difference between the ditch weed and then like a pigweed type thing because I think that's what this is. So Iowa ditch weed is hemp. Okay. So would it? But don't try and smoke it because the quality's not good. Yeah, I think I just end up with a headache more than anything. Yeah, and then pigweeds could be several different species, um, which is an amaranth species. Okay. Which also includes water hemp. So you could have red root pigweed, the palmer amaranth, you could have water hemp. Okay, so um, it is a the, the water hemp, the Iowa ditchweed is a pigweed then? Or no? Iowa ditchweed is not water hemp. Okay, Iowa ditchweed. Iowa just... ditchweed is marijuana. Uh, okay, so I have not seen that. I've seen the stuff with the, the tassel on the top. It looks kind of, is that, okay. what's that? I'm doing an arm. You're seeing water okay. hemp probably. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm seeing, but it's everywhere. There's one bean field that we drove past the other day that I was like, yeah, yeah your wheat field has yeah. a. It's broken a lot of fields. Problem. Yeah. Like it's nasty. So we are starting to see that. And I mean, there's yeah. still some really, really clean fields. Like, don't get me wrong, but I remember you know, and there was a lot of talk after crop tour two, but even two years ago when I was on crop tour, three years ago when I was on crop tour, there were several fields in eastern Nebraska that just made you cringe when you drove by. So that's... Oh, there's a lot in Illinois this year. Is there? Is it just because it's been so wet? Yeah. No, well, the residuals, some of them didn't get on. Some of them, you know, didn't have enough water to stay activated through that dry period. Okay. Some of them have just run out by this point because they only last so long. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of different things, but, you know, the canopy didn't close as fast as some would have hoped. Um, so just all, I mean, all kinds of reasons, but yeah, it all comes back that 2017 is a beast of a year. So that's, (laughs) yeah, I wondered, I, uh, I don't know. I just know it's a struggle right now, like for a lot of folks, but there are some good spots. I mean, if you're looking for an area that's good, which they'll probably yell at me for jinxing them, but 
the northwest corner of Illinois, basically from 80 north and 39 west. It might go a little bit farther than that, but those are the main roads. Um, that area looks pretty good, again, for actually for the third year in a row in a lot of those places. So Yeah. We look good right here, um, you know, because yeah. the county to the west and to the north um, into southern Minnesota mm-hmm. and stuff like that looks is, it looks pretty good. To the south and east, of, or excuse me, I said to the west, to the east, to... Uh, to the south and the west is where things get dry. We're heading to Spencer this weekend for the big old fair. So we'll see what it looks like up that way. Mm. Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews. Some folks are like, oh, it's, you know, it's not too far off from where it's been the last couple years. And then other guys on Twitter are like, it's the worst crop ever. So I guess. Well, we'll I mean, it depends. (laughs) I mean, a lot of guys are going to see zero to 260 in the same field. Yeah. One thing I will say about this year compared to the last two is this year we're not going to harvest anything out of the wet holes where the last two years they've been dry enough to get a lot of it out of there. Yeah. Um, And I think that'll affect the overall field yields in a lot of places. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, at least we've got that going for us, maybe. I'm just kidding. We have nothing. (laughs) <laughs> no, this year has been a rough one. It really has been. I mean, and that's where we are working our way. Like I said, I figure we're not going to be anywhere near um, harvest time in Michigan for another three, four weeks, which is pretty normal. Um, corn wise, I'm not sure. I haven't seen it. So it's so hard sometimes for me to trade an area that I can't look at every day. Um, but yeah. I'll be back in a couple, three weeks and get to see. I know out here. Um, there's some corn that rapidly has worked its way into being ready to be harvested, you know, surprisingly so, and beans are, are starting to turn. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see some combines start moving in the next couple weeks. And, and then I guess we'll see. Have you heard any more reports on the dicamba thing? It looks like the EPA is, uh, going to reassess, I think, um, um, they have said the EPA has said that they will not allow 20 what happened in 2017 to happen in 2018. So they're looking at different restrictions, but they have yet to actually put them out. Um, there are some states that are putting up their own restrictions like we saw Missouri and Tennessee both do. I think you'll see more of those. Um, but it's not over yet. You know, once we get, it's been a little quiet because people obviously haven't been spraying since the spray was off at R1. Yeah was off label but once they get in the combines and uh the yields start coming in i think we'll hear about it again so yeah i am actually talking about dicamba in north dakota on thursday Ooh. so if i don't come back you know who to tell dateline who did it yeah so. someone in north dakota so is well specific companies in north dakota yes <laughs> make sure you leave a note also clear your search history from that asian porn title you were looking at earlier <laughs> Um, yeah. that's, uh, you know, I, uh, I will be interested to see, I know there's some concern right now with, uh, st- what's happening. Um, you know, weather wise, Arkansas got really inundated with some pretty heavy rain last week. There was some concern over what that could possibly do for beans and things like that. And, and then we have, you know, this potential coming in of a double whammy on, on the, the Delta area with this secondary, with the second hurricane that we don't really know where that's heading, but, um, where, what's the name of that one? Irma. 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 Yes. And where is it yeah. supposed to hit? Florida. Uh, okay. right now the, the talk is that it's going to hit Southern Florida first and then basically turn straight North almost. Yeah. Like I know in Georgia, they're worried about the tobacco the peanuts and the, um, 
yeah, digging out the peanuts, and then a little farther north, they're worried about the tobacco that's still in and the sweet potatoes. Yeah. Wow. Fun fact, I never realized peanuts grew underground. What? Until, like, this peanuts year. Peanuts aren't yeah. really a nut. Yeah. They're a legume. It's amazing. They're a legume. That's weird, man. I would agree All of this is weird. You know, why, the why weirdest are... part is, is that I had, I did my, um, my sixth grade, um, like I did a write up on um, who George Washington Carver, right? He was the peanut guy. Didn't he make peanut yeah. butter? Yeah. Yeah. So I should have known. Maybe I did. Why, I just why are they called peanuts then? Why not pea beans? Why? Why peanuts? Because that just sounds gross. Who wants to eat pea, pea beans? beans? Sound terrible. Yeah. I went, <laughs> Come here and get your pea beans. No, thank you. No, thank you, please. I don't want to, mom. No, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I don't even, I didn't even, like I said, didn't even realize they grew underground until like I was 35 years old. You need to get out so, of Iowa. I do need to get out of Iowa. Oh, my, right. my, my niece thing. My I brother did that. Nope. Yeah. Ain't nobody need that much I fiber. used to. No. Well. Well, maybe. maybe. I, I guess know. that, yeah. But. A roughage. That's more like a roughage. roughage. That's like that's, a. That's true. That's <laughs> Like yesterday, uh, Carl and I went to Applebee's and we got boneless wings for the appetizer and it came with some celery. And so we hand Colton the celery and he looked at me like, you just yelled at me for chewing on a crayon and you gave me this (laughs) The hell is this? You know, because celery, I mean, even if you do bite through it, it's still not breaking. Celery is the worst thing ever. It's disgusting. Oh, I love celery. (laughs) How? I like celery hearts. I like the little tiny stuff inside. What? No. The only way celery is good is as Whatever, a Whatever, you're a Michigan for... fan. I'm still not over that. <laughs> You've known this every year since we've known each other. Yeah, but I have selective memory and I try and forget things like that. You know what? Go blue. There. I said it. I said it out loud. I love Michigan football. <laughs> I do. A lot of people hate it. I've discovered it's because they're jealous, nasty whores. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, Ann Arbor is the whore. <laughs> oh, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, he's on my list of people Carl would just have to understand if he ever came to me and was like, Angie, let's run away together. I'd be like, damn straight, Jim. Let's go. Tell me I'm pretty and stuff. So that's one. <laughs> Tell me I'm inadequate. Yes. Tell me peanuts are a nut. I'll, do, I'll go with it. <laughs> I'll believe you. So, so yeah, um, you know, aside from that, really, it's just kind of much of the same. I don't know. We're, we're working on, um, you know, podcast topics to discuss as we move forward and get into harvest. So we're really looking for your suggestions. Of course, we're going to, you know, talk to a few people on, on, you know, who's been impacted by this year. Um, as time goes forward, we'll be able to see a little bit more. Of course, we've got the, the struggles with the, the hurricane, uh, leftover from Harvey, um, that was, was monstrous. And we'll be talking to some folks on that. You know, we'll, we'll of course be revisiting the dicamba issue. Um, Sorry. I know, I know. It's and, never and going Warren, away. It isn't. It's going to haunt I was this presentation forever. for this week and I'm like, I don't even want to say the word anymore. I'm just, I'm so over it. <laughs> yeah. I would be if I were you. It's the same thing as like the USDA. Like if I have to hear one more thing about how the USDA is a bastard, 
you know, I'm probably going to kick a kitten. And I just got two new kittens because Carl got a gun like a couple weeks ago. So I could kick a kitten if I needed to. Um, and we're also going to visit, you know, and I really want to open it up to our, um, I want this one to be a little bit more interactive. You know, I want to discuss the tough times that we're kind of going through in agriculture, you know, on the farm and, and through farming and, and stuff like that. You know, we've got bankruptcy issues coming at us with some pretty big or potential, you know, we've got a big lawsuit here in Michigan um, that could have some really, really wide ranging implications there on, you know, not only the farmer it impacts directly, but the farmers that, you know, are close by when it comes to equity availability through land, you know, values and, and equipment values and things like that. So it, we want to open that up, you know, to, to some of our listeners. If, if you want to chat about things like that, we definitely want to open that door because we want to have it always be a conversation right? I mean, I'm not, I'm kind of going off the the reservation here from what we talked about prior, but I think you guys are interested in, in hearing from other people too Definitely. on that, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then we'll also so, continue with um, a couple of our new hot messes. So we'll talk to some hot mess moms too. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So, and also, yeah, Andrew, if you've got anyone that, uh, um, you would consider a hot mess mom, you know, for instance, you know, son number five is pooping in the driveway or something <laughs> like that. We see ya. We see your hot messing uh, and we love it and we want to embrace it and uh, make you part of us. And uh, so, yeah, uh, definitely open that up. Any suggestions that you guys have as a listener uh, for topics, we'd love to. We're going to touch on data sharing. And, you know, so we really, really appreciate the the interaction that we've had so far with our listeners on giving us tips or suggesting who we should talk to or or how we should research certain things. And, and we definitely can't wait to to get some really good episodes recorded so you have something enjoyable to listen to during harvest for sure. And Jen's working on the YouTube page. I am. So. And the, yeah. And our web page. And our so, web page. Because Chris complains because when he sits at his desk, he can't listen to the podcast. So I'm hoping YouTube solves his whiny ass problem. Why doesn't he just put <laughs> iTunes on his computer? That's how I listen to it. Yeah, I don't. Because he's Chris Campbell. I don't know. <laughs> Get the stick out of your ass, Chris. Just put iTunes on your computer. I don't know why he doesn't. I, I don't really know. I don't, I'm not, technically, I'm not allowed to touch his computer because it has all the farm records on it, and I don't know what Technically, you're I'm not allowed it. to touch it. Right. It's like, is it like a vehicle, like with Carl? Like, he gets into my car and changes the mirrors and changes this and changes that, and he's got sunglasses in it, and I think he's got other, you know, things that he may need in my center console and shit like that, but I got into his truck the other day and, like, open the back window for Colton. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like touching stuff. And then I touched things because I can, you know, like, He's, it's just like, this is mine. Yeah. Chris, is, he isn't pissed Chris is probably afraid I'll shut down Facebook because on his computer, because see, he just stalks my Facebook page. He doesn't like have a phone. <laughs> so he's probably afraid I'll like change my password and shut it down or something. I don't know. Then you'll start talking to all those creepy podcast guys from California. I know, right? Yeah. Who refuse to Let grab my ass. Right? What right. the hell? What What's up with that? I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't so, But anything else you guys would like to add um, before we're, we're I done? I have one shout out to a super fan that we met at the Farm Progress show. 
Mandy Rizzo said she listens to our podcast and says, these are my people. So. Aw, Mandy. There's a shout out to Mandy. We see you. Yeah, we we definitely see you. Um, and uh, we'll send you a T-shirt. We need once people. your check clears. Yeah, for the shirt that you're. Buying I did. I gave we, her a water bottle, so she's pretty happy. Yeah. Oh, good job, Karen. Let that be a lesson to everyone else, though. That was the one free thing we're giving out. We broke. Yeah. This podcast ain't got no money. That's. That's we. We have nothing to provide you other than wit, humor. Because the royalties on Andrew's corn porn haven't come in lately. Right. <laughs> That's just it. So, all right. Well, with that, we will wrap her up for the week. We definitely appreciate you listening. Um, we'll be back next week sometime. I don't know. It's been kind of busy. Travel travel season's kicking in. So we're kind of like, what's your schedule look like? And it's it's basically like trying to solve a Rubik's Cube to get an hour to record and an hour to edit. So uh, we will be back sometime next week, though, with a super awesome podcast, as usual. Um, in the meantime, make sure you, you go back and listen to old episodes. It's kind of like watching old TV. Suddenly you'll see something and be like, hey, that's funny. How did I not hear that the first time? Pretty sure. And if you listen to it backwards, it just sounds really up. So, all right. Well, with that, we will wrap her up. Um, Have a good one. See you later. Bye.